Welcome to the GDPR Stand Up Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping you succeed with GDPR compliance. Your host is Rocio Beza. Let's get started. Hey there and welcome. I am Rocio Baeza, your host of the GDPR Stand-Up Podcast. Welcome to episode 21, where today we are going to be talking about the path to GDPR compliance for my company, Cybersecurity Base. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. If this is your first time listening in, thank you very much for joining. And uh, there is a backlog of episodes that you are welcome to uh, listen through. Or if you want to listen from here on out, uh, you're welcome to do as you choose. So today's episode, it's going to be part of a four-part series. So in episode 20, I talked about how I am approaching data privacy for my consulting firm, Cybersecurity Base. And in this series, we are going to be uh, um, using uh, that previous episode as a springboard so that I can walk you through um, that GDPR compliance process for my company. Now, if you missed uh, the previous episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it before you listen to this to this one. The reason why is in that episode, I talk about uh, the services that my company provides and the data that it processes. So I feel like that's good foundational information for you to be able to follow along uh, in this four-part series. And let me walk you through the four reasons as to why I'm doing this. So first of all, by talking about this, it allows me to not only talk the talk, but also walk the walk. I want my company to be differentiated from other consulting firms. And I want to be able to say that not only do we help other organizations comply with GDPR, but we actually also comply with GDPR. The second reason for me wanting to do this series is I think this is a great teaching opportunity. So I love to teach and this is, I think, a perfect way that I can share what I know, share it freely and openly and share it with others that can benefit from this information. So whether you are following along um, in the podcast, in the YouTube channel, on LinkedIn or my mailing list, if this is if you are listening to this, uh, it probably means that you are really into the the sub the sub the subject, whether it's GDPR, data privacy, or data security, and this is a great way for you to learn uh, based on what what I know. Uh, item number three. So I think this is a great collaboration opportunity. So you may be a data privacy professional, or you may be a fan of this type of of work, and you may find holes with my interpretation or how I'm tackling this. So if that's the case, uh, please let me know. I'm not going to claim that I know everything. Um, if I get something wrong or if my line of thinking is missing something or it's not clear, uh, the only way that I can address that is if someone brings it up to me. So if you ever come across an episode or something that I say that you think is not correct um, or need some clarity, let me know because that's the best way that I can uh, I can uh, address things and correct that if if necessary. 
And lastly, I think this is a great way of showcasing uh, how I work with clients. So you might be a listener and you're looking for outside help, whether it be now or at some point in the future. And maybe you came across me and maybe you're looking for outside help. And and by me sharing more about how I approach things, uh, it gives you an idea of how I work, how I think. And it's a great way for you to, to know and better understand how I work with other professionals so that it makes it easier for you to decide if I am a good fit for that uh, outside help that you are looking for, whether it be to come on as a trainer or a consultant. All right. So those are the four reasons, the drivers for me doing this four part series. Let's go ahead and dive into the topic. So again, I'm going to be sharing uh, my path to GDPR com com compliance specifically for cybersecurity base. All right. So what I'm going to be sharing in this episode is I'm going to talk about what my GDPR obligations are. And there are two resources that um, I'm using as part of this. So uh, this is based on two resources that I created and that are freely available on our website, gdprstandup.com. So uh, we have the 10 GDPR components. So this is a resource that I created when I was learning about GDPR. And it was the way that I was able to organize the information so that I can remember the breadth of GDPR. And the other resource is the GDPR implementation blueprint. So this is a breakdown of that step-by-step -step process that you can follow uh, so that you, you can confidently say that you are complying with GDPR. So uh, this four-part series will follow that GDPR implementation blueprint approach. And today I'm focusing on covering, all right, which of the 10 GDPR components apply to cybersecurity base? All right. So uh, just at a very high lo level, so cybersecurity base is a consulting practice and I process or my company processes personal data. data. And because of that fact, uh, I can confidently say that the following uh, that, that the following of the 10 GDPR components actually apply to cybersecurity base. So number one is the privacy policy. Number two is individual rights. Number three is operationalized information security pro program. Number four is breach notification. Number five is demonstrating compliance. Number six is third-party contracts. And number seven is internal record keeping. So at the surface, um, if we are looking at all right, the, the full breadth of GDPR, there are 10. And the ones that apply to cybersecurity base are the ones that I just mentioned. So uh, let me uh, make a note on the two of those components. So for third-party contracts, the reason that this applies is because my company works with service providers or consultants, and it's it's possible that I am sharing personal data that we hold with some of those third-party providers because uh, because of that fact. Um, third-party contracts is something that that applies to cybersecurity base. 
The other note that I'm going to make is for internal record keeping. So this is a component where basically uh, it's this idea where there are internal, there is internal documentation that I am producing and maintaining. And the reason that this is important and applies is because this is the only way that I can show that cybersecurity base is GDPR compliant. Um, the only way that you are ever able to show a compliance to a standard or a law or a regulation is by being able to evidencing that by having proof and by having that documented that is how you're able to, to substantiate that claim so just to quickly repeat that the things that apply to cybersecurity base um, are privacy policy individual rights operationalized information security program breach notification demonstrating compliance, third-party contracts, and internal record keeping. So that is a total of seven. There are three components that, uh, based on my analysis, I would say that these items don't apply. And as I am reviewing this with my attorney, I'm going to ask her to help me confirm that. It's possible that I may have missed something or maybe I misinterpreted things. So um, let me share what those three items are. Uh, based on my assessment, on my analysis, I believe that uh, cybersecurity base does not have to appoint a data protection officer. Cybersecurity base does not have to have consent mechanisms in place uh, as defined under the GDPR. And I, I, my assessment has led me to determine that uh, we are not required to pay the data protection fee. And so I talked about the seven things that I have determined apply to cybersecurity base and the three things that do not. So you might be asking as well, Rocio, how do you know that? So the reason that I, or I can... I can confidently say that that these are the items that apply or don't apply to my company because it's based on the data that my company holds and it's based on our business use for that information. We do hold personal information of individuals that are either from the EU or in the EU and we are using that personal information to run the business. So for that reason... Um, GDPR is something that um, has become a, a priority for cybersecurity base and and assessing and analyzing the data that we hold and how we're using that internally. I My interpretation is that we have to address uh, seven of the 10 of the uh, 10 GDPR components. All right. So as uh, as we wrap down the material for today's podcast, I want to leave you with two calls to action. So the first one is, if you have a question, go ahead and submit it over to us and we may cover it in an upcoming episode. Um, uh, there is There are two ways that you can submit the question. So if you go to our show notes, you should be able to see a link where you can uh, go to the Google form where you can submit that. Or if you go to our website at gdprstandup.com, you should be able to see uh, an option there for you to submit your question. And the call to action number two is, if you're looking for outside help and are interested in working with me, 
send me an email. I can help you with GDPR, whether it's with readiness, with audit, remediation, or training. And I'm also supporting organizations with CCPA, the California Consumer Privacy Act, or PCI. And uh, go ahead and email me and let's talk about what you need help with and if it's something that I am a good fit fit for. And you can email me at rocio at cybersecuritybase.com. Okay, so that wraps it up for today, guys. And uh, I'll see you next week for episode 22, where we are going to be continuing this four-part series. And I'm going to walk you through the gaps for cybersecurity base. Uh, So keep an eye out for that. And I'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Goodbye, guys. Thanks for listening to the GDPR Stand-Up Podcast. If you need additional help, please check us out at gdprstandup.com. Until next time.